Hello and welcome to episode 142 of Film Nights. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. And my name's Joe. And in today's episode, we're talking about <laughs> uncut gems. Richie, why are you laughing? I've just started. <laughs> uh, before we kind of get into this, I've got a bit of a confession to make. <laughs> to the world. Uh, so. We just spent the last uh, hour, basically, uh, doing our review of Uncut Gems for all you little gems out there. <laughs> um, and uh, then just as we were wrapping up and about to go on to our next segment, uh, I realised that uh, <laughs> we, w- we weren't recording. <laughs> so, um, wow. I, f- so- I filmed that first. Yeah, so if the following episode isn't as detailed as usual, you'll know yeah, why. Yeah, I'm really sorry about yeah. that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I don't know I don't know how I did that. I'm 90% sure I pressed record. Uh, well, I can tell you I'm 100% sure you did. <laughs> uh, wow. <Yeah. laughs> uh, well, that's not true, is it? <laughs> but anyway, it's not, it's not recorded. So we're just kind of going to briefly go through the points that we've just gone through in detail um yeah so it'll be a shorter episode but that's fine yeah so apologies to uh you at home and to uh my my colleagues who have just had they've just had to waste an hour of their lives uh, at least we all know what each other thinks of the film yeah if those those million and million and odd listeners don't then the four of us in this room do (laughs) I'm desperate to hear what you think. I can't wait to hear your thoughts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so um, everyone's doing all right, I trust. Just kind of get yes. that out of the way. Yeah, let's... Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I'm still doing all right, actually. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> yeah, using our new technology, it's great. Yeah, um, so I guess we'll just move, st- move straight into this review. Um, this week, we're talking about, uh, for the second time, the Safety Brothers Uncut Gems. Here's a clip. Let's see what Vegas, what has Vegas got you guys at today? Take a look, let's see. Are you, are you serious, you gonna put this up right here? Look at this shit. The Sixers are supposed to win the game tonight, they think. I don't keep track of none of that shit. Who they think on game seven, you're not gonna get fucking 18 points. They don't think you're gonna get eight rebounds? These guys don't know shit about ball. What the fuck are they doing? Doesn't that make you wanna fucking kill them? Doesn't that make you wanna say fuck you for doubting me? Doesn't that make you wanna step on fucking Elton Brand's fucking neck? Uncut Gems is directed by Benny and Josh Safdie, and it stars Adam Sandler, Kevin Garnett, Adina Menzel, Julia Fox, and Lakeith Stanfield. The synopsis is, a charismatic New York City jeweler always on the lookout for the next big score makes a series of high-stakes bets that could lead to the windfall of a lifetime. Howard must perform a precarious high-wire act, balancing business, family, and encroaching adversaries on all sides in his relentless pursuit of the ultimate win. What did you three think of Uncut Gems? Woody, why don't you kick off? <laughs> Again. Yeah, shall, shall I kick off? Um, <laughs> yeah, go for it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I enjoyed Uncut Gems. Come on, boys, look, let's, 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 not, let's do it properly. Come on, yeah. sorry, sorry. We're serious, we're serious. Let's just double check. Oh, we're still recording, that's good. Yep. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, right. Uncut gems. Um, not talked about this for a while, so um, trying to think about what I think. I I enjoyed Uncut Gems, and I thought it was something I'd wanted to see for a long time, um, just because of the hype around it, and I never really heard, seen Adam Sandler do anything serious before. Um, not seen him do anything since what Ridiculous Six, um, <laughs> and. I was, just, I was quite excited with the whole thing, really. The fact that it was A24, the fact that the score was released on Walt Records, my favourite record label, I, I was just buzzing. Um, and I, I did want to see it in the cinema, but um, with the Netflix thing, I just sat in the comfort of my own home and watched it on the, the night it was released. And yeah, I, I did really enjoy it. Um, Sandler, I mean, he's got to be a career best. Um, it's got to be a career best performance for him. I think the Safdie brothers did did a great job with the tension. Um, they they created created a really uncomfortable environment. The whole the whole experience of watching this was really really unnerving. Uh, the tension was just I can't re- well actually I was gonna say I can't remember the last time I was this tense, but it was waves. I think uh, there's a lot of tense films around at the moment. Mm. Um, but yeah, th- this was just a really enjoyable watch really enjoyable watch um i wasn't as keen on the ending which might surprise you boys and i'm sure we'll discuss it later (laughs) (laughs) yeah shock (laughs) okay jack i believe you are next yeah i'll go next um yeah i i agree with woody there um i also really enjoyed it i thought i thought it was a five-star film i really did i i thought there was no lulls throughout from minute one, it hooked me. Um, and really, all elements were just fantastic. Obviously, yes, Adam Sandler was brilliant, really was brilliant. Uh, definitely a career best, which, looking at the bar that he set himself, isn't the most uh, surprising thing ever. But yeah, it definitely was a career best. And it is a disgrace that he wasn't, wasn't um, recognised in any shape or form at the Oscars. I know, you know, we often... Criticised the Oscars and it's just all bullshit, which it is to a large degree, but yeah, really, I mean, it, the fact he wasn't even nominated is, is a real shame because he was brilliant. And the whole film, as Woody's mentioned, was was tense right from minute one. And it is quite overbearing in a sense, but I actually liked that about it. A lot of people perhaps won't like to feel that way when they're watching a film or, or definitely so much so. I mean, there really isn't... Um, much of a release from that it's fairly all the way through constant but for me that was one of my favorite aspects of it was that feeling that it gave me and there were many ways that the Safdie brothers you know sort of um many creative decisions um that upped the tension um the writing was excellent it was it was really believable um and you know there was there was a there was a theme with the dialogue where characters would would speak over each other a lot, especially in Adam Sandler's, well, Howard's, I'll use his character's name, shop. Um, It was often overrun with people who were chasing debts and people who wanted things from him, all all different types of problems. And and there was often three or four people at once, you know, literally shouting over each other, trying to get the last word in, trying to make themselves heard because they want Adam Sandler's attention. And they've, you know, they obviously think that their problem is the one that he should be prioritizing. and just him trying to fend off all these requests and just constant, constant people talking. Um, 
really was quite claustrophobic um, for him and as an audience as well. And I thought that was brilliant. Really well shot. I thought it looked great. And yeah, Woody mentioned it, I think, briefly there. I would have liked to have seen it on a big screen. It, we always come back to it with these Netflix films, but that's often one of the main points. One of the main disappointments is that it takes away from that cinematic experience. Um, obviously, the sound isn't anywhere near as good. The screen isn't anywhere near as good. So that's the one thing I would say, but that, that's not the film's fault. Um, so, yeah, I thought there were some moments of dark comedy throughout, which I thought were great. Mm-hmm. And just all round, a really great film. And I would definitely like to see Adam Sandler perhaps venture into some more dramatic roles. I'm not sure he will, um, but he's, he's shown here that he's definitely capable of it. So it's something I'd definitely like to see. Uh, but yeah, initial thoughts, yeah. great film. All right, Joe, do you want to go next or? Yes, yeah, yeah, no, I'll go next. Um, I, I did enjoy this film. Um, perhaps not as much as Henry and Jack. Um, I thought that the, there were a couple of flaws, um, technically for me. Um, I, I get obviously that it was there for a reason, but I just didn't feel that it, it, that it worked for me. Um, I thought the character of, um, Adam Sandler's character was great. I thought he was from start to finish. You really felt for him, uh, although he is he's a flawed character. You, you couldn't help but feel sorry for him in certain parts. Um, the technical sort of flaws were the, the beginning. The, the music I felt was a bit too loud. Um, it went on for a bit too long as well. You wanted to just start hearing what was going on a bit more. And I guess. So is that just at the beginning that you had that issue? Yeah, no, actually, to be fair, throughout for the rest of the film, it was just the beginning. It was the first sort of 10 minutes. It was just, I felt just a bit too loud. Just the levels were, it was as if the levels weren't right with, for it. It had been mixed wrong. Now, whether, again, that was intentional, um, it just sounded to me like, yeah, you just, it was too, the music was too loud. and um, It didn't underscore as well. Um, but again, like we said before, maybe that was to make it sort of seem uneasy and, you know, on edge. Yeah, um, uh, yeah. we said, uh, not to repeat myself too much, but uh, yeah, we said before um, that uh, definitely I don't believe, I, I think that that is definitely intentional and I don't believe it's intent, the film is intended to be an easy watch at all no. uh, in that sense. And yeah. so I think the music being loud at the beginning as well and everyone, everyone kind of talking over each other, that happened very much at the beginning as well. During yeah. that same bit. Yes, yeah, yeah. With talking over as well. I know Jack said earlier on, yeah, yeah. that for me. It, yeah, it, it didn't work as well for me. Um, yeah. But, I you know, know that's personal that... taste, I think, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know how much of that's even... Like, it's hard to remember now, but I don't even know how much of that you even were supposed to hear. Um, no. It's more just to give that effect, I think. Um, yeah. Mm. Um, but but, but yeah. yeah no overall I I thought it was a it was pacey there wasn't any lulls it was yeah it was a, it was a, it was a good film I did I, I really enjoyed it um, cool yeah okay um, well yeah I'm uh, I'm definitely uh, along Jack's uh, side with this I absolutely loved this film um, and I would probably go as far to say that if it weren't showing as a UK release of 2020, I would probably put it up there as uh, my number one for 2019. Um, Ooh. Ooh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that is surprising. <laughs> I don't think I'm ever going to lift this down. 
but yeah, uh, for me, I found it to be a real masterpiece. Um, as I, as I would probably, uh, you know, maybe say that a uh, good time was as well. However, I would, um, I think at the moment my, I'm leaning towards preferring this film to Good Time. Um, maybe if I saw them again, I don't know because I I, I remember I, when I when I watched a Good Time only a few days earlier. I thought that uh, the ending to that I wasn't really keen on, um, or didn't really wasn't really sure I understood exactly what happened at the end of that. So I don't know. Whereas the ending of this film I did really love. Uh, in contrast to uh, Woody and possibly Joe. Uh, because I, I haven't heard his opinion on it yet, um, <laughs> um, which we'll probably get onto later. But uh, yeah, overall, definitely loved this, and I loved all the camera work and and the, the techniques that we used to, um, to to give this claustrophobic effect, uh, which again is similar to Good Time, um, uh, that that Joe wasn't so keen on. I can definitely understand why you weren't keen on it and why other people might not be keen on it because it, mm. it is, it does really bring the tension and that and kind of does. unease, um, which, uh, to a certain point, um, might hit a bit of, uh, a negative effect. Mm. Um, yeah. but for me, but for me, it really worked and, um, I just, yeah, loved it. So that's kind of my initial thoughts. Mm. Um, I don't know if anyone's got any other points that they want to kind of bring up anything they can remember from the previous conversation before we... Yeah, I've got... I want to mention, um, again, (laughs) um, because I I really don't think there was was any weak um, points from my my side of things. One of the areas in which they perhaps took a bit of a gamble was casting Kevin Garnett um, in one of the main roles, obviously, mm. uh, wasn't just, wasn't just a cameo, definitely had a lot of lines, a lot of scenes. Um, but he's not an actor. I, mean, I, d- I don't know if he's done acting before or if he's got any sort of background in acting, but he's, as far as I know, just a retired basketball player. So to obviously cast him and give him a lot of the, the acting duties in this film opposite Adam Sandler, um, was, was obviously a bit of a gamble cause it could have backfired. He, he may not have produced the goods. Um, but I thought he really did. I thought he was great, actually. Um, really convincing. Um, his his reactions to, you know, the things that were going on, um, I thought were very believable. And I just, just thought generally his performance was fantastic. So I think it's worth making that point because obviously he isn't, he isn't an actor. So I think it's worth highlighting that. Does Woody want to quickly get on to Lakeith Stanfield? Because I enjoyed his performance. Um, I saw him briefly. He was a very small role in Get Out. Yeah. Probably, what he's, probably what he's still best known for. Although, to be fair, Sorry to Body was quite a big release and I haven't seen that. Um, but I enjoyed his performance. Um, but I've got a feeling, Woody, you might disagree with that. Oh, I wonder <sighs> what makes you think that, Jack Francis Clark. <sighs> yes. Um, yeah, I, I, I went into this really excited to see him again because he, he was great in Get Out and he was great in Sorry to Bother You whereas in Uncle Gems I, I just wasn't wasn't keen on his character and his performance both together really I, the performance wasn't 
wasn't as great as what I've seen from him previously. And I don't know whether it was, it was a com- well, I think it was a combination of, of both things in terms of the, the scripts not being too kind to him and mm-hmm. uh, his 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 take on that. Um, I thought he was he was meant to be there to help Adam Sandler out, but then as as the film goes on, they have the differences, don't they? Uh, other things, but um, I just I just I just felt that he, he on the whole it was quite a quotable film, but whenever he spoke, he was just talking in in cliches really, and he was trying to be this hard man and this generic thing that I've seen done many times before. That's what I felt. Mm-hmm. Well, I I don't know. I didn't I didn't personally get that impression from him. I thought he I pretty much got everything I wanted from him. I thought he'd served his character pretty well, and and uh, his relationship with Adam Sandler I thought worked uh, worked fine. Um, but I mean, I, I think uh, in the previous time we did this, you said that uh, you'd seen him in Sorry to Bother You and thought he was really great in that. So uh, I remember yeah. I was wondering at that time if maybe you had could expected a bit a bit more like more from him for that reason and maybe um maybe it would have come across a bit better for you if he if he was a bit more of an unknown uh, face Poss- possibly yeah possibly um yeah because we also had some a lot of unknowns like the julia was someone i've never seen before um mm-hmm. and that guy had the weekend wasn't it he was jack was saying that about uh Kevin Garnett, he was another uh, non-actor who didn't really, well, he didn't do as much as Kevin Garnett, but he was he was in there, and um, yeah. apart from Sandler, I didn't really recognise anyone else, to be honest. No, so Maybe, Richie, maybe you're right. Yeah, I mean, who knows really, but um, that's just kind of, because yeah, I didn't, I didn't know him at all, and so for me, it wasn't something I was expecting anything from right, okay. in that respect, but I thought, I thought he was just like he's not a he's not a massive character in the film, is he? But he he pops up every now and then, and uh, he definitely has a role to play. Um, but uh, yeah, I just felt like he felt that filled that role pretty well. Um, I wasn't too bothered with one way or the other, I guess, on him in particular. Um, but yeah, no, any of the other characters, I any or sorry, any of the other actors apart from Adam Sandler, I don't think I knew at all. I vaguely recognised uh, Adina Menzel's face, and as Joe pointed out as well she's also in frozen yes and uh i remember that now well i remember her name attached to that at least um yeah she sang it didn't she yeah i think she she, she yeah i think she was the singer she wasn't the voice i yeah. don't know what yeah. was she was she the voice I was gonna say, well? she... i'm not sure i know uh, she sang the song i didn't know if she was just the singer or if, if she was she voiced the character i thought she was yeah. but now you've got me doubting that joe so i'm not sure maybe ah, i couldn't say either way yeah, I'm not sure now. Mm. I'm not sure whether it's just the songs, but um, I've not seen mm. her actually act in anything. No, I um, haven't. I think I must have, because I recognise her face, face vaguely, but I couldn't tell you what, what I've seen her in. But yeah, overall, generally, didn't recognise most people, which I think is good, really. It's good to have some uh, small yes. people involved. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And we already briefly mentioned uh, the character of Julia there. Um, yeah. And it's probably worth talking about her a little bit because she was quite a big character and she had a big, fairly big role to play in the, in the story. Yeah. Well, um, we might talk and... about her a bit more in spoilers, maybe. But yeah, go on. Okay. Well, we can save that if you want. I don't know. I'm not bothered. Um, but I just, I just was going to say that I thought she was fantastic and definitely an unknown 
um, not seen her in anything, but I thought, um, you know, I'm sort of stealing Woody's point here from a previous recording, but, um, you know, it, she could have quite easily been <laughs> a stereotypical side character, not much, not much about her and just sort of there um, as Adam Sandler's um, sort of love interest, but not much more than that. But she actually brought a lot more than that to the role and she, she performed it very well. And yeah, you did think there was Woody's point there, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, no, I was, sorry, Woody. <laughs> I, I, credit, I credited you. I credited you. Um, <laughs> and there was genuine, I think, love there from her towards him, and we saw that. Um, That's things where developed. I feel like we're getting into dangerous territory now. Right. Okay. We jump, should we jump into spoilers? Yeah, I guess so. I, 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 I think that, sorry, go on. No, I was going to say I think we should because, I mean, we've already mentioned we're going to do a. A, a whistle stop tour of it now, aren't we? <laughs> yeah, I can't necessarily remember any of the points we brought up that weren't spoilery right now. Um, but it was, it was all pretty much along the same lines that we've kind of brought up now. So I guess I may as well, yeah, just jump into spoilers. Um, so uh, if you care about spoilers, then just skip ahead. I'll put in the description when the spoilers will end. Three, two, one, skip. Okay, so. I guess if you want to continue, just finish off that point you were making about uh, Julia or whatever her fucking name is. Yeah, well, just that because obviously throughout the film, they also struggle in their relationship. And there's a scene where he goes to a concert and she, you know, he catches her in the bathroom with the weekend and he obviously kicks off and they have, they have fallouts and arguments along the way. But she's almost the only character, really, that's always there for him and sort of always... Try, you know trying to help him um yeah i think that just to stay on that scene i think that was uh actually really great in terms of their argument that they had on the street and um, yeah i think that whole thing felt really pretty real um the way she was just kind of screaming at him and yeah like it, it, you could see you could see some fucking dodgy characters on the saturday night uh in blackpool going through something <laughs> like that going, um, yeah, yeah, it, it was a, it was a very good scene. Yeah, um, but yeah, um, I guess we're going to jump onto the end in a sec. But Woody also brought up the point about Julia for the end. I don't know if he wants to say it himself. Uh, if you can remember, not really. Yeah, well, just just in the fact of of, of uh, how we kind of see how she ends up getting the money, and but also more than that, the the the, the way that there clearly is some kind of care there for. Adam Sandler's character from her, um, which we which we did see, kind of when she's comforting him. I mean, maybe you could argue she's just trying to get the money, um, but I mean, he doesn't have that money. He doesn't really have any money at that point, does he? So, um, yeah. yeah, I think there's genuine care there, isn't there? Um, yeah. Whereas at the start of the film, I was thinking it was she was just a little side, a little side chick that Adam Sandler was getting jiggy with yeah but, um, towards towards the end there was proper love and affection there wasn't there and, <laughs> and fair play to her to be fair and, and um i didn't i didn't see that happening at the start of the film um because no. you know he's one of those characters that you've seen many a time in this, this style of heist film and this little little thing that he's got going on behind his wife's back but yeah no I'm, she, she she did really well and i i must admit the, the, the getting of the money was one of the best bits for me. 
Uh, mm. I really did enjoy yeah. that bit. Um, and that, that creepy old man, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. what if he invited you back to his hotel room? What, what would you say? Well, that was what no. was so great. Because... <laughs> oh, would you, Joe? Yeah. Well, that was what was so good yeah. about that is that uh, <laughs> is that you know because as soon as because he says that and you kind of just know that something is going to happen there, something's going to come from this, mm. and it's looking pretty creepy and dodgy, and you don't really know how it's going to play out. Um, but she she does react kind of negatively towards him to start with, which kind of uh, maybe drives the other point home, how maybe she's not just in in things for the money, because he was kind of a kind of a guy with money, wasn't he? Um, but uh, then she, she does end up going there, but not for that reason, more just to save her own life. Yeah. She needs somewhere to hide out. Um, and then she ends up using him. Um, a pretty in a pretty cool way, I thought. I mean, I liked how that. Played. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I it did make me chuckle yeah. when he was walking out with those those bags. Yeah. yeah. Just the sight of him, you just yeah, it did make me chuckle to myself. Yeah. So yeah, I thought she was a very good character overall to to make that point clear, and a good actress. Mm. All right. Um, well, should we get on to the main event then? The ending, the the uh, splits opinion, I believe. So. Who wants to go first on their thoughts on the end? Um, yeah, I will. Okay. Um, I I wasn't as as keen on the end as I was for the rest of the film, really. Um, I felt that I kind of I can get it right this time, but I think that um, I did feel that it was going to be a, an, an inevitability about Adam Sandler's character and his eventual end. Um, Despite the way, despite the way of the basketball game, and I must admit, the tension in that basketball game was amazing, and the way it was done was was brilliant. But um, just the setup in terms of those three criminals trapped in that little room, um, I just felt that as soon as we saw the nutter who had the gun, that he he was always going to use it. He was always going to use it on Sandler. That's that's what I felt, and. Um, it just made that last 15-20 minutes just a bit bit less impactful for me because I just knew that it was, as soon as he got released he was going gonna to blow his brains out really right. um, and I, that was the disappointing thing um, what did shock me was the fact that he actually shot his mate, Adam Sandler's uh, relative as well who he also owed money to um, I didn't expect that mm-hmm. And I kind of felt that it was it was a bit pointless. It was for both both the deaths were a bit pointless, really, because he's won the big money. He's won the million plus dollars, and the fact that he just shot him now means that you're not going to get what you owed. That's what mm-hmm. I felt when it ended. So, yeah, it just left a bit of a, a bit of a bad taste in my mouth. I was, I was a bit disappointed with it. Okay. Um, yeah. Well. Yeah, I think that was. I think that's a real shame, actually. Um, and I'm actually pretty surprised that you that you even uh, had that kind of uh, predictable feeling about it. Because for me, I I definitely didn't see it coming, and I, I really felt like the ending massively subverted my expectations and drove it home in a really great way. Um, so because uh, like I I definitely see where you're coming from when you see the gun, 
but for me there was enough there in what else happened that made me kind of change my mind I guess a few times about what was going to happen like when he so when he first made the bet uh the uh, the final bet sorry I was just like for God Christ's sake what the fuck are you doing Jesus Christ you idiot and then I was like this is kind of so this is kind of predictable he's gonna do this now and then the game's gonna lose and he's gonna get his head fucking blown off or it's not even gonna get to the game he's just gonna tell them that he's made this bet and they're gonna blow his fucking brains out or or maybe catch up to her going to get the thing and blow her fucking brains out you know i i thought there was a lot of i actually thought there was a lot of possible scenarios that could have played out from that um but the, the, the one that actually did play out is one that i definitely didn't see coming at all um i don't know what it was i guess i just didn't i didn't see that that kind of gun's presence as as much of a uh thing in my mind as as you did uh in yours which is a real shame really because um i i love the, the kind of impact it had on me um and yes uh, with regards to like it being pointless to just to kill them i think that's kind of <laughs> the point in a way with the, the film you know he um it's not really about them just getting the money anymore they they he, it's clearly been established as you uh, originally said the first time around i can't remember if you said it again this time but anyway um it's clearly been well established that this character with the gun can't remember his name but uh he is very unstable and is not willing to take shit from anyone least of all adam sandler and adam sandler is more than willing to give shit to him uh as as often as he can as well as everyone else yeah like that moment that moment when he's being confronted by them in his office in an earlier scene and he just fucking slaps him and you think what yeah. the fuck are you doing yeah not just that but yeah. then also there's a scene later on where adam sandler is trying to talk to his brother-in-law or whatever it is um and kind of apologize or whatever he's doing and then the other guy just turns around and punches him in the throat and then yeah and then punches them again in the nose and that's a real that's a real effective scene as well and it gets that whole and it's just driving that point across the whole time that this this you know this character is not one to take shit and to give shit to basically yeah Mm. so yes i can see where you're coming from with that point but then when the game actually starts to uh go in his favor and i i start to think oh well there's clearly no problem here so why so why is anything why would anything go bad for him unless the game does just turn on him which i also thought was another possibility and he would eventually and he would just lose in the end uh however Mm. uh, at that point it it doesn't happen and i just thought okay so and, and i think what the film was doing was to subvert my expectations it kind of plays on my uh, I like to think of myself as a logical and, and of sound mind human being. Uh, <laughs> although I, you know, I'll admit sometimes I forget to hit record, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> apart from that. Um, so it plays on me thinking logically, well, at this point, uh, you know, I, I, you're right. You're a little bastard for getting away with this. Uh, but at the end of the day, you've you've kind of come good. You've won it. We've all got our money, and we know it. So that should be the end of it. However, it was also driving home the point that he is not really of sound mind in that sense, and just will not take shit from this guy. And is on, and is probably just even more angry that it worked out for him 
because he really, yeah, I was, yeah, he doesn't deserve it. Um, yeah, and I was gonna, I was gonna say like, yeah, he would have been so looking forward to having the chance to lay waste to Sandler that when he does win the bet, and it's like, oh, uh, like yeah, that would almost push him over the edge and just think, right, you know what? You fucking lucky bastard! You've won this bet. You, you've owned us. You've owned us this money for all this time. I'm not going to let you just walk away now because you've got lucky this one time. Yeah, it almost gives it almost gives him another reason just to do what he wants to do, and because um, he's he's being held back a lot of the time, isn't he, by his superior um, Sandler's relative? Well, is it his superior as well? I think that whole well, relationship yeah, is is kind of it's suspect. I don't really know what's going on there. Yeah, I guess it isn't totally clear, but it gives that impression because he's almost like the the hard man crony who's just doing you know. Uh, he's the one chasing the money for mm. the other guy. Like, I don't think he's owed. It's more that right. It's his job to punish him until he anyway. Yeah, and yeah. so he's probably you know he might be also annoyed with this the brother-in-law or whatever for kind of letting shit slide. Maybe. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Or, or whatever reason. The, the, but the point is, yeah. So then it gets so eventually it just gets to this point where it's like you've got this whole tense game and everything. And then in the end, you know, you, you come to the real, realization that, oh, well, it doesn't, it doesn't fucking matter. Of course it doesn't. Why would it? Um, yeah. So I, I really didn't see that coming and I thought it, it was just brilliant. Um, yeah. I liked then, it a lot. Yeah. Go on. Sorry. No, I agree with you, Richie. Yeah. I thought the ending was great. I thought it was fitting of the story. And I thought, like what he mentioned, there is a definite inevitability to, you know, Howard's, you know, life journey, really. He's made so many bad decisions along the way. Um, he's he's clearly very flawed. Um, and, and we do see moments of weakness where you can see underneath that, that, you know, perhaps he does really regret what he's doing. And he had a sort of breakdown scene shortly after the one you were talking about where he gets beaten up in public view and gets chucked into the fountain um you know humiliated really and then he sort of wanders back to his shop you know drenched obviously blood pouring out of his nose and just sort of sits in his office alone and just sort of reflects for a moment before he's obviously joined by julia eventually Mm -hmm. and and that's the that's his moment of real weakness in the film because he breaks down into tears and and just sort of you know, says, you know, nothing goes right in my life. Why can nothing go right? And um, so you do see that beneath, beneath this sort of front that he puts up when dealing with customers and these people who he owes money to, and we do see that the, beneath all that, there is a perhaps a sound mind and he's just made a lot of bad decisions that led him down this road. Yeah, but I think, it also, I think it also shows another example of his kind of weaselly character of, you know, he's done all this shit to himself and he knows it yeah. really. Um, and every time, and he, so, but everything is all kind of, woe is me, the world is against me, but then yeah, yeah. nothing can go right for me. But then, you know, as soon as something goes right for him, all he does is push it and push it and push it until, and until it yeah. doesn't go, until it can't go right anymore. Yeah, and that's, I agree what the, that. and that's what the whole film is doing and leading up to until he pushes it so far that he just that he ends up dead. Yeah, yeah, and he lies through his teeth so many times. You know, when his when his relative has him in the car, you know, and interrogating him and just saying, you know, we've been following you. We know you've been spending money you owe us on bets. Um, he just straight up denies it and says, "No, I haven't. No, I haven't." You know, he's he's a 
he's a serial liar. Um, And so, yeah, that's why I thought the ending was fitting because um, I liked the blunt nature of it. It was just so, you know, he, he gets five minutes of joy when he thinks he's won not just the bet, but he's almost won, you know, all, all the, all that he's done has sort of led to this. Um, it, it, it finally feels for him as though it's paid off and now he can start a new life with Julia perhaps or whatever, but no, it's not that easy, mate. You, you can't just wipe the slate clean like that. Um, and he gets his, he gets his punishment. Um, so I did like the ending. I can see what, what he's talking about and also Pep who, can I be saying in a minute, but just remembering from what he yeah, said we've, earlier. We've rambled on so much now, trying to get in all the points we made before, but we haven't let yep. Pep say anything yet about how... Yeah, it's all right. No, I, I, I agree with Woody. Um, I just felt there was something missing at the end. I, I, I could see him being killed. I saw that as soon as he walked in okay. mm. with the gun. Um, I didn't see the other guy, um, the guy that he owed money, remember his family. Um, I didn't see that happening. That did shock me a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, I, I just thought it finished and it ended, and I get where you're coming from, and I understand, understand the point and the idea that it, it, it's, it's supposed to just be a blunt ending, you know. It, but I just felt like it needed something more. It, I don't know, it just didn't satisfy me. The ending. Yeah, um, I can understand. I can as well. I mean, I found it extremely satisfying, satisfying ending because I mean, that, that, you know, yeah, it's a blunt ending, but it is the end of the story. Yeah, I can't, I can't well, see like, any yeah. more that I would have wanted to get from it. Yeah, um, but uh, but uh, I can yeah I can see your point definitely. Um, it, it is quite a blunt uh, blunt end to it, um, and everything's kind of it just has those kind of brief wrap up shots, doesn't it? Which does show enough for me. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I don't know. All right, well we'll 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 end it there. I think we pr- we got as much of it as we could probably get back in. Good effort, actually. I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Um, all right. So now we'll move on to a bit that we haven't done yet. Um, oh, sorry. Um, which will just be if we do our favourite scenes. Favourite scenes, yeah. Um, for me, for me, I think my favourite scene, um, is one of Adam Sandler's sort of monologue scenes where he, it's. It's towards the end and Kevin Garnett finally comes back to his shop. He's been, Howard's been trying for ages to sort of get back in touch with him. You know, he goes to his practice, can't get in because um, he's got this really precious stone that he desperately wants back for the auction. Finally, he comes back to his shop um, and they sort of, ha- I think it's the day of the um, final game of the final, um, whatever it is. And he shows him that all the bookies are writing him, writing off Kevin Garnett and just saying, look, none, none of them think you're going to play well tonight. They think you're too old, blah, blah, blah. And he goes off on one about how they don't know, we know. Um, you know, and then it, obviously he starts writing out the bet and um, listing off all these things. And I just thought that was... That was really well acted from both, actually, uh, but obviously particularly Adam Sandler. Um, and is that is that the moment where he says he has that line where he says like, "You win on the court, but this is how I win. I win by, um, yeah, you know, doing doing this." So for me, that was that was the best scene. I mean, there's a lot of great scenes. Um, hard mm-hmm. to pick 
pick just one really. But yeah, for me, that's mine. Okay. Anyone else got one? No. Um, probably the the intro for me. I think. Okay. Oh, that's strong. Good shout. Whole, good shout. Yeah. The whole it just really sucks you in. Mm. Um, and ending with the inside of Adam Sandler. So I mean, you can't really <laughs> ask much, Ooh, much yeah. more than that, can you? From, Something to get you going. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a little callback, maybe to some of his usual films. <laughs> um, I, 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 I would have gone for the one that you mentioned, Jack. Um, I agree with you on that one. I, th- I thought that was quite nice towards the end. Um, that was a good one. Other than that, potentially the one where he is. Um, I quite like that where he was at the auction. Yeah, I did enjoy that actually. I just remembered that that had a bit of, a bit of humour in there. I did um, that. The guy that played his whoever he was, uncle or granddad or whatever, I don't know. Yeah, um, Judd Hirsch. Yeah, no, I I I I like that scene. So yeah, I'll go with that one actually. Actually, yeah, my I have to say, my stomach really dropped as soon as we saw the the kind of insert in that leaflet that said that the price of the gem. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Had, had been corrected. And then, and then the phone call, his, and he tried to lie and say, yep, she said, take, take them all out, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, know, yeah. I know he does it to himself, but every time something goes wrong, I think you do really feel it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, you do. You, you, you feel for him. Um, yeah. 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 There's a, like, a, beautiful, a beautiful balance, isn't there, in his character? Yeah. yeah. For the viewer, like, you feel like, oh, why have you just done that? But then at the same time, you feel sorry for <laughs> Yeah. Um, okay, is it me? Is everyone else? Yes. Um, it's got to be the end. Got to be the ending for me. Um, really drove the thing home for me. Loved it. I, one other scene I would just mention, though, is uh, I quite liked the scene where his son had to go for a piss. and uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Took him, up, took him up to his girlfriend's flat, or his flat, really, I suppose. Um. <laughs> That villager who opened the door. Is yeah. it number one or number two? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was good. Um, but yeah, no, for me, it's the, probably the ending. A uh, bit with the whole game and everything and how it played out. Okay. All right. Um, that's the end of spoiler talk for Uncut Gems. So you can listen now without fear. And what are we going to give it out of 10? Boyos. Um, I'll I'll hit it with an eight. Okay, respectable. Well, very respectable. Very, very. I'm gonna go with seven point five. Okay. <laughs> Richie's so gutted. <laughs> um, ah, yeah, I think I'm gonna have to go full house, really, boys. Um, hmm. Wow, oh, boy. I know. I, wow. Yeah, I think I do. Because. I've mentioned I, I can't really fault it. I can't really fault it. The pacing was fantastic. All the performances, just a great story. And yeah, had me hooked and had me gripped. So I can't, even though it's, it does feel a bit odd giving it a full house because, but yeah, I can't, I can't fault it. 10 out of 10. Uh, well, I agree. 10 out of 10 for me as well. I absolutely loved it. And I look forward to watching it multiple times. Definitely. I will say, I definitely agree. I think it was Woody that first said it again. We weren't recording, but um, first said that uh, 
it probably would have been better to see in the cinema. And I definitely agree with that. I really wish mm-hmm. it was something that I, I really think the, uh, the the effects that they were trying to to go for with the uh, with the uh, claustrophobia and the sound uh, and everything. I think that would have I think that would have worked perfectly um, in a cinema setting. Um, I think it was you, Woody, actually, that said uh, maybe, or maybe someone had said it to you, uh, that the way to watch this film was with the lights off and the sound up as much as you yeah. can, yeah, as much as yeah, you can so get away with. Someone at work told me that, yeah, yeah, and I have to agree. I think that was a very astute observation. So yeah, yeah. I do think that. Um, well, I'm not. I haven't um, I haven't seen the Irishman, but I do think that the, the Irishman and Uncut Gems of over like. Netflix releases, I think they just belong in the cinema films like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, I'd agree. I mean, you know, obviously these things come out on DVD anyway and we always watch them, but for like a first time watch, it's better. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I loved it anyway. And um, there you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I mean, The Irishman was... Uh, I mean, that was like a, an issue with getting it funded or something, wasn't it? And that's why it ended up being in Netflix. Apparently, yeah. I, I just find it staggering that Scorsese would struggle to get funding. That's true. But I mean, yeah. it was something that he was he wanted to make before he did Silence, wasn't it? Yeah. So I, I don't know the whole story there, but mm. whatever. All right. Um, we cool to move on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, the next thing we're going to uh, talk about then is just uh, just kind of go through uh, what's happened recently with the Oscars, give our th- thoughts on it. I mean, we all I think we all have the same opinion. The Oscars are a pile of shit and we hate them, but, um, you know, we may as well go into more depth of what happened this year. Does anyone have yeah, any... Sorry. No, I'm just going to get it up now because, like I said, I know the main awards, but see if there's any surprises in there. Oh, um, Oh, no, that was BAFTA. Sorry, I was going to mention Bait there, but no, that was BAFTA, wasn't it? Right. Well, um, I mean, you can talk about whatever awards shit you want, Jack. It doesn't really give matter, does it? They're all the fucking same. Um, but, I mean, does anyone have any kind of knowledge, inside knowledge on anything that might have happened in the, or the actual night that kind of not really just to do with the awards, but... Apparently Eminem performed. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that. Oh, my Christ. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why. Uh, I'll tell you why. Bit of the bit of the old moolah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so let's let's start off by talking about our feelings. A, a DC film has a best actor winner. <laughs> yeah. Um, big thing. Well, I mean, actually, is that a big thing? Heath Ledger. Well. Oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Just, fair enough. <laughs> did, <laughs> Um, did he get best actor for that? Yeah. I'm not sure actually. No, I think I think maybe. I don't know. We'll have to look into that. But in this sort of new new era of comic book films, um, especially since obviously Zack Snyder's come in and done his all his stuff with DC that we've all detested. Um, if you'd have said to sorry, he, right, he was okay. best supporting actor that he thought you got. But if you'd have said to us in this new age of superhero films and especially, especially DC because a fair few Marvel ones have been good, but DC have been mainly all misses, haven't they? Well, I think they have all been misses. Um, if you just said to us, 
a DC film is going to be released next year and, you know, the leading actor is going to win an Oscar for it. Definitely, um, since the extended universe happened, it's uh, it's been complete yeah. dis- disaster. Yeah, but it was, it was... It was a great film, wasn't it? And and w- it was so refreshing that they took it in a di- new direction. Um, yes, it's set in the DC universe, but it's a character study. And Joaquin Phoenix was brilliant. And I think a worthy winner. Yes, I think Adam Driver for Marriage mm-hmm. Story um, was unbelievable. I mean, it's it's... To be honest, I would actually say I preferred his performance to Joaquin Phoenix's. I think the um, difficulty. I think the difficulty with it really, they're both amazing performances, but they're also both massively different types of performances. Oh yeah, so different. So it's it's difficult one. I would compare. Yeah, you can't. I don't think you can compare really. Um, I I keep thinking that maybe that I would that I would probably say that Adam Driver just should have got it, but it it, it is hard because you can't really compare them. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think, no, yes, okay, I might prefer Adam, but not to the point where I'm saying, oh, I can't believe he's won it. I think he's a deserving winner. Um, and, yeah, I don't know. Peps or Wood, you got any thoughts on Joaquin? Yeah, I, I think well-deserved. Um, I thought it was a great performance. I enjoyed the Joker. Um, I thought, yeah, I, that isn't really a surprise, a surprise to me, him winning it, really. Um, I think he was... I think it was pretty much a given, wasn't it? In the in the press, pretty much. Oh, I, that, 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 you know, considering that Adam Sandler wasn't nominated, yeah. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I thought well deserved. Yeah, I didn't realize. Didn't realize Joaquin Phoenix was such an advocate for uh, all these political and social issues. He's used all his speeches. He's not said anything about the film, has he? He's just gone up there and said, "Right, here's what's wrong with the world." Has he, actually, and, uh, has he really? Yeah, yeah he's just, I didn't watch just, shit. I didn't pay attention. I didn't yeah. see that. I have not looked for that shit. Uh, that's kind of annoyed me, really, but whatever. Yeah, he just he's, he's used it as a platform. To, uh, Ricky. Um, he, and to, he's just ranted yeah, and raved Ricky, about. He? Yeah. He's, he's, he's ranted about all sorts of uh, animal rights, racism in the film industry. Oh, I think I might have uh, saw the animal rights one and kind of saw a few people pick that whole thing apart as pretty stupid point. Yeah. But, yeah. Well, anyway, um, anyway, 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 deserving winner, great performance. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, what else? Who Who else was nominated for that? I can't remember. Well, I, 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 I was surprised to hear that. Oh, sorry. Who else was nominated? Yeah. Uh, Leonardo. Leonardo. Yeah, I thought it was very good. I thought it was very good, actually. Um, so that makes sense. So far, not much cancer going on in terms of uh, the nominations from yeah that's this right. year. I, I was uh, surprised to sorry. To, I was surprised to hear that because Brad Pitt won Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. Um, and I was surprised to hear that was his first ever Oscar. Yeah, he's definitely had some great performances that probably should have got should have got awards. Uh, should have yeah. So that's kind of weird. Yeah, he had a great year, didn't he? Because it was that, and obviously Ad Astra, which we also liked a lot. Hmm. Um, so yeah, um, I was quite happy to see him win because he was brilliant in that film. Was there anyone that was not probably not deserving of an Oscar or? Uh, 
Well, I've not seen Judy, so I don't. I can't really comment on Rene Zellweger. Right. Um, I meant in the best yeah. actor. Oh, um, nominees, you mean? Yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks, but we haven't seen that film. Um, hmm. And there's two. There's two from The Irishman: Joe, Pe- Joe Pesci and Al Pacino. Um, yeah, they're both great. Oh okay. yeah, you're the only one of, out of all of us that have seen them. Yeah. Uh, but we can't really talk about Best Picture, can we? But we will be doing very soon, hopefully. Yes, that's true. We said it in the first broadcast, but not in this one. Yeah, that was the big the big event of the Oscars was Parasite, the first uh, ever foreign film to win uh, best, best Overall Feature or whatever the fucking category is called. Um, mm. Yeah, because it won that and it won international film, didn't it, as well? That's right, best yeah. International film and then best overall. And, the da- and best very, director as well. Yeah, I'm very excited to see that. Now that it's won, it's being pushed out to more than like 400 cinemas wider. You know, it's kind of retarded that they had no interest in showing that film until it won. Yeah, it's just a joke, isn't it? Yeah, it's a fucking joke. Um, But actually, I I said it in the group, but I feel kind of bad for the smaller cinemas now because I was going to go and see this at the smaller cinema, but now it's coming out in the Odeon. And since I've got Limitless, I kind of may as well just go and see it there. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. So, um, it makes me feel. I wouldn't worry. I wouldn't worry too much. I'm sure a lot of people will. You know those, mm-hmm. all those Curzon cinemas and wherever else it's going to be shown. I think will still people will flock to them. But the thing is, they were. Well, I don't know. I think they were. They. I would have been if I owned a small cinema. I would have been kind of banking on a great weekend. Uh, after yeah. Yeah. For the Oscar, won the Oscar, and then, and and it wasn't being shown at bigger cinemas. But now they've kind of overcast it. But yeah. Um, so that's the way it goes. Quick, a quick, a quick word on best animated film, Toy Story. Toy Story. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not a fucking joke. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess. I mean, the animation oh, was. <laughs> I mean, the animation itself was superb. So if that's all they base it on, then. Yeah, I don't know how they judge that. Oh, I lost my body. That that's in that's in there. That should have got best animated feature. Cinematography went to 1917, which, well, I think I certainly Let's think that's well deserved. Mm. Uh, it's not so well. Well done. Yeah, I don't know. It's, what should it have won? Over? I'm trying to think of another example. What else was nominated? The Irishman, Joker, um, The Lighthouse, and okay. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, I was thinking about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, maybe. Maybe that would have been another contender. I don't know. All right. I know you Ooh. boys were talking about um, Marriage Story then, and yeah. the driver. Um, what do you think about Laura Dern for getting the best supporting actress? Yes, I'm definitely against that one. Yeah, um, but I'm just looking at the nominees, and I, I don't think there's a great deal of composition for her, to be honest. But there is one person that definitely should have got it. And she was, yeah, Florence Pugh. She was nominated for the wrong film. To be honest, I'd say her performance in Little Women probably deserved it over Laura Dern anyway. She was the best thing in that film. But it's just a no-brainer to me that she should have got it for Midsommar. Yeah, she should have got it for Midsommar. Yes, you're right. there must, I think there's definitely a bias against horror, isn't there? I mean, yeah, uh, I think, but, I think but, there is. I just the, 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 the nominees are just so weak. 
Scarlett Johansson for Jojo Rabbit. I mean, we said yeah, I I'm surprised about that. Yeah. It was almost a cameo. Did she win? No, she didn't win for Marriage Story, did she? Uh, that one would have been deserved as well. I haven't seen Judy, so I don't know. But Oh, in Marriage Story, but, but she was really good. Marriage was between... Look at that. She's been voted for Best Actress and Best Supporting Actress. That's true. Give someone, give someone else a go. I want, know, <laughs> I want to know what Woody's point was going to be just then, though. What were you saying? <laughs> Last time I checked, the marriage was between two people. Now, um, Scotty Hansen and Adam Driver probably deserve nominations for Best Actor, Best Actress. Yeah. So the fact that... I, I, and I, I, to be honest, I just saw... Marriage Story on Sunday, so it's fresh in my mind. Okay. Um, and after you finish that, you are thinking, Christ, but yeah, incredible performances from them two. Hmm. Laura Dern, I mean, I've sort of forgotten about her by the time it had ended, really. Um, I mean, I, I, I wasn't... Nowhere sorry. near the best thing in it, and the fact that she's won an Oscar out of all those, uh, out of them, those performances is really strange. Really I just don't strange. think it was even that great a performance. No, she was just... Yeah, I think... She was okay. good She was okay, yeah. I mean, I didn't, I agree like, I didn't like the character anyway. Uh, and no, wasn't, it was wasn't character. Wasn't keen on... I know it's not supposed to be likeable, but I wasn't keen on that angle of it in the film. But um, but it, either way, yeah, it was just kind of a, an okay performance of that type of character. There was nothing yeah. outstanding there, was there? There wasn't even anything outstanding for her to do in it. Is that on uh, Letterboxd, Woody? I've not seen you put that up. Yeah, yeah, it's all that box. All right. Um, yeah, um, but no. So I think that's the most egregious one so far, at least that we've looked at. I can't. I don't know if there's any others. Just looking down documentary. Georgia Rabbit, Georgia Rabbit got um, best of that screenplay. Uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that either. Well, it's, well, it's up yeah, Taika. Taika. Joker, Irishman. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't the worst uh, screenplay in the world, I guess, but I'd, no, I would probably um, say The Irishman's is better. It's interesting. I've not actually really heard, heard your thoughts, Woody, on, on Jojo Rabbit, but obviously me and Richie reviewed it on our Leeds special, which is still available, folks. <laughs> and um, I <laughs> really wasn't... I mean, yeah, it was funny and it was enjoyable, but definitely, you know, something like Hunt for the Wilder People, I, I much preferred. Yeah, it wasn't too and, well with that for me. And it was a bit forgettable, really, for me. So, Yeah, no, you're spot on. I did listen to that review, boys, by the way. Very well done. Thank you. Um, and I, I we hit record. Along... <laughs> oh, did you? Oh, yeah. it's a big exchange. I was not along throughout, to be honest, because I thought you were spot on. There's nowhere near the level of bewildered mm. people. Or, you know, even, at times, even something like Four Ragnarok was, was more enjoyable, to be honest. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah, um, I, I mean, I'm not saying I didn't enjoy it. It just, uh, just wasn't wasn't as good as his other stuff. But I didn't think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much how we felt. When I'm did you see that? Down um, month or two ago. Jan- right. Oh no, it was yeah January. I think. I think All right, I must have, I must have missed that. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry, Jack. What were you saying? I was going to say, looking down the list as well, looking at documentary. One of the nominations was for Summer, which Woody uh, praised yes. on the show. Mm-hmm. Mm, uh, yeah, I haven't seen that. Uh, yeah, uh, I think it did win the BAFTA though. Um, yeah. Has anyone yeah, seen I'm... what did win? No, American uh, Factory, never heard of it. American Factory, I don't know what that is. Hmm. 
It's funny though, a lot of the uh, BAFTA winners for the main ones have tied, have like been exactly the same as the Oscar winners. Don't know if you've mm. noticed that, but like, well, they have, they have been, and, yeah, have been. So, uh, well, not best film was 1917, but um, well, they but, usually do tie up. Yeah, most. That's George Rabbit got adapted screenplay. Zellweger got actress. Phoenix got actor. Laura Dern got a fucking supporting actress again. I said bullshit. What's going on? Brad Pitt got supporting actor. So that's six of them. But all yeah. The same. It is. Yeah, I think. I think it is the general way of things, though. I think because that's why they always say, "Oh, you know, once award season starts with like the Golden Globes and then the Baftas, it's like, oh, that's that's given us a great idea of who's going to win the Oscars because of that. Like most of the time, whoever wins, one of them wins it for them all. Because because that's why 1917 was such a strong favourite for Best Picture is because it had won it at all the other ones. Um, yeah. But it would be nice actually if it was a bit more varied, wouldn't it? Um, Ford Ford v Ferrari's picked up a few, hasn't it? I never. No, I didn't. I didn't. You cast it off from seeing the trailer, but then you started hearing it talked about in conversations for awards, and it's like, well, maybe I should see it because Christian Bale's in it, isn't he? Didn't really sell it to me. I love Bale, but it didn't really sell it to me. No, no. Oh, how about this one? Um, original score, Joker. Um, I mean, it's hard to remember now, but I think I remember liking the score for it, so... Yeah, I didn't know I Gary Glitter counted as original score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got... He's, but yeah, they're, he's, they're taking his Oscar um, statuette to his prison cell as we speak, I think. <laughs> Unfortunately, Gary can't be here to pick up his award. Can you imagine if they did that? Oh, my God. Oh, God. John Williams missed out for Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. What a shame! Oh, good. I'm really, joking. I'm joking. It wasn't really. I mean, it wasn't bad or anything, was it? By any stretch of my imagination, but it doesn't really deserve an award for just reworking that for the fun. Um, yeah, yeah. Randy Newman got nominated, didn't he, for Marriage Story? He, it, it, the score in Marriage Story, I thought was great. It was great. I loved it. It could. It's good. Yeah, but I, I don't know. I love Randy Newman. Uh, yeah, no, I do love Randy Newman. To be fair, um, uh, I thought I thought the I thought the Little Women score was great. That was how, the did, how the hell did Uncle Jan not get a nomination in that category? Yeah, I don't know. Well, it, it didn't get nominated for anything. Anything. Yeah. Well, it, it won. What did it win? Spirit Awards or some shit? He won Best Actor. Yeah, at the Independent Film Awards, which is good actually. It's still um, bullshit, it's so, it, so many things it deserved, really. Like, oh, guys, guys, um, a song from Rocketman won Best Original Song. I just, yeah, I just saw that. How, how could a, a biopic what? about Elton John win the Best Original Excuse Song? Excuse me, what was this original song that won? No, I think they wrote a new <laughs> one. For, I'm Gonna Love Me Again. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, it must be original that they wrote for this. Fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> it was so rememberable. I'm not having that. What a mess. Yeah. Oh, do you want to know the story about... The, the Oscars like you were saying before about any mischief at night or anything like that yeah, oh yeah apparently some um, gossip Bong Joon-ho is that his name Paris yeah. director yeah after the after the award show he's quaffing his favourite drink which is a a peach gimlet apparently <laughs> <laughs> is it really yeah he had like he had some peach gimlets after that's all he did he, he went to a party and had some gimlets <laughs> oh very well deserved very well deserved <laughs> yeah Cool. Uh, well, I like him even more now. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, original screenplay was also Parasite. Okay, well, we'll need give to a... see this film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that, we'll, that's probably... We'll be able to give our opinions on that soon. Mm. Well, probably. Uh, we're going to aim for it to be our next episode, aren't we? We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Hope, hopefully so. Oh, the, the big winner on the night was Best Hair and Makeup, Bombshell. <laughs> uh, excuse me, Woody. Can we not? Let's not quaff at that. A lot of work goes into that. What making Margot Robbie look look nice and glamorous? I mean, that's, that's not our job, is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that's my main thoughts. Yeah, I not much more to say about that shit show. Just, just a lot of shite, really, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but like you say, like at least, although it is a lot of shite, at least. You know, I know we've not seen Parasite yet, but the fact they've given Best Picture to something like that over some crappy fucking, ho- you know, it's it's promising that they've given it to something like that because they could easily have... I mean, what, what won it last year? Oh, Green Book. Actually, that was quite Green good. Book. Did any of you see that? No. I'm not saying that they don't give out the, the Best Award for, for good films, but that doesn't mean it's not still a fucking shit show. Yeah, I know, I know. I know. In terms of what, they, of what gets nominations and... I don't know. The whole thing's a fucking mess still. But yeah. Should it, should it not be... Um, should the hashtag this year not be hashtag Oscars so Korean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Film, well, we didn't... We didn't uh, film my Oscars so white. I don't think we... <laughs> <laughs> I, don't think we I don't think we awarded any uh, foreign language films. No. I, mean, I don't want to bring up the fact that we haven't really got quite as many resources as the Oscars. But... <laughs> You know, oh, nearly as many. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, it's good. Obviously, we'll have more to say on it once we've seen the film. But I'm expecting yeah. to enjoy it. I can't really say I've seen a single person that's seen it say that they disliked it. Yeah, so. I'm trying to keep my trying to keep it. I've not even watched the trailer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I haven't. I don't I know. Haven't. I don't know anything about it. No. And I don't want to either. I just want to no. go in and just experience it. Yeah, that's the good thing about uh, none of these fucking cinemas blown up about it, not being too much marketing going on about it. Yeah, that's true. You don't know everything about the fucking film before you even go and see it. Oh, yeah, I like. I'm excited by the fact that it's a dark comedy as well. I like that genre. What about what about Birds of Prey? The recent news about that. Oh, uh, the re the title <laughs> changing the title. Because yeah, what was the news? So, um, what's the what's the full? So the full title of this fucking piece of shit is uh, what is it? Birds of prey, and uh, or the fantabulous. What the fuck is it? Fantabulous emancipation of of one, one Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn. That is the full title of this fucking. Oh my gosh! Yeah, it just rolls off the tongue, doesn't it? Mm. <laughs> it's such a fucking. Ugh, it makes me want to blow my brains out. But anyway, no, but it's um, fine because that's the reason I'm not going to see it. That's the only reason. If they um, change the title, I'd go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, it's flopped basically. So now, no. they, so now they've had to change the title for all cinemas uh, to say Harley Quinn: Birds of Prey. <laughs> they've got yeah. so they've got so little faith in the intelligence of their own fucking fans that they just think that the only reason it's flopped. Is that nobody knew that it was a Harley Quinn film? Yeah. But, I mean, I'll I'll, prob- I'll I'll blow myself if that thing starts <laughs> to get lots of uh, watches going down to the cinema for it now, just because they've changed the name. 
Yeah, it's really. It sounds, it sounds like they've done the exact opposite of what we were saying after Joker in terms of will they use Joker as a platform to go down a different road and do different things with their films? And the next one they've released, it's just gone exactly the way that it always has done. Yeah, and of course, the uh, usual suspects have flocked to complain that the reason that the film has flopped is because of men, basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> men. What? That, yeah, that's what's going on. It's, it's a whole, uh, you know, male patriarchy bullshit thing. Um, oh Why? Men are threatened by the idea of, uh, group of <laughs> a group of female superheroes. Oh, come on. Making their way into their comic books and not just being, not just being there for sexy, uh, oh, candy or whatever. You know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is the film that stars Margot Robbie again, by the way. Well, actually, I was going to bring this up because uh, we, we've, we've been talking about, you know, the disgrace that is the news that Adam Sandler was not nominated. But when, it's only because he's a white male. Yeah. <laughs> if he wasn't white and he wasn't a male, yeah, exactly. he, would, he would have been nominated. So. Disgusting. Mm. But yeah, it's just really funny to see that shit going on on Twitter. Um, oh, it's just pathetic, you know? Yeah. I mean... I don't remember anyone uh, jumping to that defence when it came to fucking Suicide Squad, which was which had the same fucking character in it. I mean, it's just the same reception. Nobody gives a shit because it's a shit film, except that people expect kind of thought that one might be good, so they went to see it and then were surprised and it wasn't. So now they've taken a character, a character from that film, a shit character, mind you, from that film, and basically just doing an, another similar thing, but. Mm-hmm with a bunch of characters that only like proper fans of DC comics know. Yeah. Um, and they're surprised that no one wants to go and see it. Everyone hated yeah. Suicide Squad. Why would they want to see any more editions of that? Yeah. And that wasn't even, like, this isn't even the Suicide Squad follow-up. There is going to be a Suicide Squad too. Is that still happening? Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's the James Gunn one, isn't it? Oh yeah. Oh God. So that's just retconning again, trying to, is that wait? That's not because that's not Suicide Squad two, is it? It's just they're just redoing it, right? It's yeah, it's called the Suicide Squad. Yeah, <laughs> they're just trying to. They're just thinking, oh shit, we fucked up on this. I still want to do it again, but maybe this time let's actually just get one of those Marvel directors and see if they can fix it. <laughs> yeah. for us. And Will Smith, but Will Smith's he's been replaced by yeah, the whole thing's Idris, Idris Elba. Oh god, great. There you go. Should we uh, wrap this one up, boys? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, we're done. You had any more thoughts on the Oscars, Joe? Or oh, Birds no. of Prey? Are you going to see Birds of Prey? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I can go see Parasite, that's it. Yeah. yeah. That's it. And if it doesn't live up to the expectations, then, I mean, we can't trust the Oscars, can we, really? <laughs> Not that I think we can probably trust them now. Well, the thing is, it's not just the Oscars, is it? Everyone's talking no, about it. Oh, yeah, it's BAFTA, it's all of them, isn't it? Yeah, but uh, just norm, normal, everyday people. No, yeah, that's true. All right, cool. Well, sorry again, lads, about the initial cock up there. <laughs> oh, um, no, it's fine. It's all right. And sorry for the to the listeners uh, for getting a slightly shortened version of the uh, amazing we did, yeah. review we did of uh, Uncut Jazz. Yeah, we sound a bit... You sound a bit weary as a result. And may, yeah, maybe it's sounding a bit uh, a bit down on the whole thing. In the, in the, 
the journey in the first in the yeah. first version we were like so uncut gems yeah i loved it no yeah i loved it uh, yeah, it, was, it was pretty fucking good i don't know so yeah a bit of, bit of a mess tonight but uh sorry won't happen again i promise and uh well we're getting used to this new uh new um new system app that we're using yeah new system well we'll just move on then uh to say that you can email us at filmnights at yahoo.co.uk if you want or follow us on Twitter at filmnights underscore and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher or on any other podcast that you found us on. Other than that, unless anybody has anything else they'd like to say. See you soon, boys. Nope. See you next week. Yeah, see, see you, next, see you week. next week. Right. Well, then, if that's everything, I guess I'll say it's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me. Lost they fate, it died too young. Pray for the ones I hate, the ones I love. Pray for my liver when I'm off in this club. I pray that the demons go away, they haunting us. Man, I can't take no more of this lifestyle we've been living. Man, I can't take no more of the white powers in position. Gotta grab up J. Will, gotta scoop up J. Rich.